on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. And we'll begin with the Irish Times this morning, which tells us that college dropout rates are climbing past pre-pandemic levels. They've increased significantly amid signs that more students are struggling with issues like mental health, long-distance commuting and finances. This is data released by the Higher Education Authority which shows that the number of students who didn't progress from first to second year increased from 9% back in 2020 to 15% in 2022. So that's 7,000 students in third level who did first year, didn't do second year. Now, dropout rates fell to an all-time low during COVID because obviously colleges put in place supports for students, but now they exceed pre-pandemic levels and apparently this is concerning universities. So I I presume there'll be a call for more supports for students, uh, more, I don't know, studying from home and things like that. But obviously if you don't have the finances to go to college, not much you can do about it. Or if you have mental health issues, which mean that you can't complete your course. Uh, And obviously there are students who travel a long distance, can't afford the rent. We've heard before some of them having to sleep in their cars and it might be more tempting to get a job rather than stay in college. Either way, college dropout rates increasing rapidly, it would seem. That's the front of the Irish Times. The front of the Irish Examiner will be talking to Paul Williams on News Talk Breakfast about Ireland's drug gangs. Uh, because the Garda Commissioner, according to the Irish Examiner, Drew Harris, says Ireland is a target for international drugs gangs who see this country as a lucrative cocaine market. Drew Harris admitted Gardaí have no way of telling the total amount of illegal drugs landing on our shores each week. Uh, an awful lot of people doing cocaine in Ireland, whether recreationally or if they're addicted to it, uh, but cocaine use is uh, proportionate to the prosperity of a nation, according to the Garda Commissioner, and therefore Ireland is a target. So that's one of the principal challenges, he said. The Irish Examiner also has news of yet another restaurant, which is closing, this time in Cork, and a food entrepreneur who's closed his restaurant uh, has urged the government to reduce the VAT rate for food-led businesses or face more closures. This is Damien Tuig, who's blaming his closure on the VAT rate. Uh, He said up to 10 jobs have been lost following his decision to close Burnt Pizza on Prince's Street. And that's the second restaurant closure on that street in recent weeks, uh, which is a big dining street. It's called Eat on the Street. But obviously you can't eat if there's no restaurants there staying open. There's two gone already. He says, Burnt was like my baby. I opened it on my birthday in December 2018. I was all about quality. I wanted to be authentic. He says, we came through COVID and the war in Ukraine and then energy costs went through the roof. Uh, But he says that it's the VAT rate really that is the killer there. So that's on the front of the Irish Examiner. Irish Independent Fair Deal Changes Risk Adding to Urban-Rural Divide. Health Minister Stephen Donnelly has been warned he's creating a two-tier nursing home system and an urban-rural divide by allowing people in care under the Fair Deal scheme to keep all income from renting their family home. This is an internal Department of Health briefing document looking at the risks linked to changing the Fair Deal scheme which came into effect this month. Uh, The Irish Daily Mail, you must sack the RTE board. The Mail, every single day for the past couple of weeks, seems to have led with RTE now on its front page. Today's news is that the media minister will face calls at a meeting tomorrow to sack the entire board of RTE and appoint a new one. 
uh, that she can fully trust. Um, and there have been a major, there's been a major fracturing of the relationship between the board and Catherine Martin in the wake of her de facto sacking of Shuni Rahali live on TV last week. So, um, cabinet sources telling the mail they believe the minister needs to sack them all to try and take back control and rebuild trust. <clears throat> Heartbreaking story on the front of the mirror and the star, the Irish Daily Mirror, your big brother is a hero. And then the Irish Daily Star, Dylan got to meet his little brother. Uh, This is a 10-year-old boy, uh, an accident victim who met his newborn brother in hospital before his tragic passing. Dylan Cody Coleman died yesterday after being struck by a vehicle in Shannon on Sunday. And his mother gave birth to Dylan's new sibling, Shane, on Tuesday. Just unimaginable. Uh, And she said yesterday he got to meet his little brother. So um, just awful tragedy for that family. And uh, as we say, Dylan has become the 37th victim on our roads so far this year. And we're not even into March yet. So something seriously going wrong on our roads. The Irish son, Fat Freddy, was in in, uh, court yesterday. Freddy Thompson was all decked out in designer gear yesterday as he attended court. He looked um, flash, says the son, in a Tommy Hilfiger tracksuit, a Canada Goose jacket and A6 runners while appearing at Portleash District Court. He was sent forward to face trial, accused of threats to kill and assault while in prison. He's described as Flash Freddy. I suppose that depends on your interpretation of what looks flash and stylish, whether you think a tracksuit, a jacket and runners looks flash or not. But they are certainly all designer gear uh, at court yesterday. Now, inside the papers, we were talking there about that... um, tragedy in uh, Clare where the young boy Dylan died inside the Irish Examiner. Uh, According to Justice Minister Helen McEntee, she says there's been a worrying change in driver behaviour since COVID. Helen McEntee said the number of deaths and serious injuries on our roads is far too high. And she says speeding, drink driving, drug driving, mobile phone use and people not being uh, wearing their seatbelts is being blamed. Um, And Helen McEntee said that there has been a change since COVID. We're seeing continued trends when it comes to collisions and serious accidents there. I'd have to say I agree with her because certainly driving on the N7, cars are just weaving in and out of lanes constantly. And I don't trust now, if I pass a car on, we'll say, the inside of me, I don't trust, or indeed if it's on the outside of me, I don't trust that it's not going to weave over into my lane. Uh, It's happening an awful lot. I assume a lot of it is to do with being on the phone. Because if you're on the phone, uh, you're not looking at the road and the car can veer over the lane or the line. Um, so maybe that's something to do with it. But certainly there has been a change. I think the minister's right in driver behaviour since COVID for some reason. Uh, staying with driving, by the way, the Times of London tells us that most young people aren't bothering to learn how to drive a stick anymore. The death of the manual gearbox looms after a surge in the number of learner drivers taking their tests in automatics. Now, I don't have the figures for Ireland, but in the UK, over the past decade, tests in automatic vehicles have risen 238%, a record high. More than 325,000 learner drivers in England uh, did their test in an automatic car last year. And about 20% of all tests are now taken in an automatic. And it seems that young drivers in particular favour an automatic. Maybe they think it's easier to drive 
but it's always very handy to know how to drive a manual car. I think even if I had an automatic as I was starting out driving, I'd still try and do my test in a manual because it's just a good skill to have. But uh, apparently young drivers are looking for what they might think is the easier option, which is to go automatic. Now, it is the 29th of February today. We're all working for free. And uh, the mirror goes through some interesting facts about February 29th. So the reason why is that the Earth takes 365 days, 5 hours, 48 minutes and 45 seconds to circle the sun. So having an extra day in February every four years ensures that we don't lose six hours every year. Uh, And they talk about working for free. February 29th, not really a legal day. So a lot of people, especially those on a monthly salary, end up not getting paid. Most employees who are paid monthly incomes will work for free as their wages aren't likely to to include this extra day. And if you're born on February 29th, you're called a leaper, a leapling or a leap day baby. So there's some interesting facts in the mirror about that. Final story for you comes from The Sun and we have the lineup now for Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, so we've 12 housemates revealed and Sharon Osbourne has been named as the 13th guest star. Apparently she's only, only going <coughs> to go into the house very briefly. <coughs> Um, Sharon I reckon wanted an awful lot of money so they probably couldn't afford her so she might go in for a week or something like that so the rest of the 12 are um, uh, Louis Walsh is going in now Louis and Sharon were great crack on the X Factor so hopefully they'll still have that chemistry that'd be fun so it's Sharon Osbourne Louis Walsh Fern Britton she used to present um, this morning Levi Roots is your man who makes sauce then ha, ha, the rest of them I'm not really familiar with. So uh, Bradley Riches, never heard of. Colson Smith, never heard of. Lauren Simon, don't know who that is. Marisha Wallace, Gary Goldsmith, Zizi Mills, Nikita Kuzman, Ekin Sue, or oh, she was in Love Island, and David Potts, I don't know who he is either. So out of the 12, I know one anyway, or two, sorry, Firm Britain as well. Anyway, it's on our screens from next Monday, 8 o'clock, if you're interested. The Sun has the full lineup. <laughs> On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.